Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. everyone it's time for ham talk live episode number 251 open lines thursday recorded live on thursday march 18th 2021 i'm your host neil rapp wb9 vpg thanks for tuning in to this episode of ham talk live tonight it's open lines thursday so whatever you want to talk about give us a call tonight we're going to leave the phone lines open Throughout the show at 859-982-7373. So if you have something you want to talk about, uh, we're going to give that a try tonight. But uh, I, I did want to get something in here. And um, so Matt Deutsch in Zero RGT, the chief engineer at WWV, uh, will be with us here in just a minute. And uh, we're going to find out about some... Um, news about some upgrades going on at WWVB and uh, we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Uh, last week here on the show, Lou Maggio in O2C, Sally Rosado, K2RYD and John Amadeo, AA6JA were here to talk about the last man standing special event, which starts on Wednesday, March 24th. If you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app, or on YouTube, and you can catch the rebroadcast of Ham Talk Live on WTWW, that's 5.085 a.m. Saturday afternoons, about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time is when it runs over there on WTWW, and thanks to them for rebroadcasting the show. So uh, get your questions ready to go and your comments if you're listening to us live on Thursday night. You can give us a call. I'll give you that phone number again, 859-982-7373. You can also tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter, and and, uh, you can type in the comments here tonight on Spreaker if you like, and that's kind of like a chat room kind of thing. So uh, we'll be looking forward to hearing what you have to say tonight. And uh, we'll also, uh, like I said, talk to Matt here for just a couple of minutes here at the beginning of the show uh, to find out what's going on over at WWV. So I'll be back with Matt right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Hey, honey, have you seen the PL259s? 
anywhere? No, I haven't. Come on, kids. Let's go. There's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquid sale. Buy nine solder type PL259s. Get the tenth one for just one penny. One penny, penny. They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. I'm Scott, KB9AMM of Tower Electronics. I like the PL259 connectors so much, I bought the company. Tower Electronics, coming to a hand fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL259 connectors? At Ham Talk Live, we have a million-dollar request guarantee. You give us a million dollars, and we'll do a show about whatever ham topic you request. Guaranteed. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. We'd like to thank Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. They're going to be at Fort Walton Beach, Florida, March 19th and 20th. That's this weekend. And then Fort Payne, Alabama, March 27th. And then uh, coming up, Sandwich, Illinois, Newberry, Michigan, and Monroe, Michigan a little later on. But you can visit them anytime at pl-259.com. So welcome back to the show tonight. Matt Deutsch, N0RGT, joins us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation line. Matt has been the chief engineer at WWV and WWVB for the National Institute of Standards and Technology in Fort Collins, Colorado since 1989. From 1979 to 1991, he was an electronics technician for the Coast Guard, and Matt became a ham in 1992. So if you have a question uh, about the changes here at WWV, give us a call right now at 859-982-7373, or you can tweet us at HamTalkLive. Now we're changing that around a little bit. Normally we, we wait for the calls, but we're taking calls right now at 859-982-7373. Or again, tweet us at HamTalkLive. And if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, uh, you won't be able to reach us because we're doing this on Thursday night. So, Matt, thanks for uh, coming on the show here on short notice and telling us a little bit about uh, some exciting stuff going on at work. Well, thank you, Neil. It's good to be back. Uh, good evening. And, uh, 
Yeah, uh, just to reiterate, this is uh, an upgrade that's going on at WWVB, which is a uh, 60 kilohertz station here on the WWV site. And, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're upgrading some of the equipment. It's going to be transparent to the users, but we are increasing our reliability. Well, I just finished uh, recording uh, this week's Amateur Radio Newsline, and there was a story there um, about, um, you know, it may be down to one antenna and, and the power might be reduced and there might even be a few outages and those would be noted on the website and all that kind of thing. So, so tell us what you're up to on this 60, uh, kilohertz, 60 kilohertz, right? Yes. 60 kilohertz station. This is, uh, it's a, uh, binary coded decimal. Actually, we have two modulation types, uh, on the, a carrier, but it's a 60 kilohertz carrier uh, modulated by uh, amplitude modulation and then a phase shift modulation also. And um, there are clocks available out there for both types of modulation. And uh, the people are probably mostly familiar uh, with the use of the signal with radio-controlled clocks hang on your wall and uh, wristwatches and such. Uh, that people have. My mother-in-law has a talking radio-controlled wristwatch, uh, with, which is fairly new, I guess. But, uh, yeah, there's no audio on this carrier. It's just all uh, uh, just a modulated carrier. And what we're doing is improving the reliability. We had uh, some money granted to us to upgrade the uh, what we call our matrix, uh, primarily. And what we have is uh, three transmitters and two antennas and a dummy load. And what we can do is uh, put, we have two transmitters on the air at any given moment, one going to our north antenna and one to our south. And then the third one uh, can be put in the dummy load if we need to test or uh, operate in a dummy load to uh, you know, figure out some problems. But uh, right now we manually have to switch between, we can match, you know, transmitters to certain antennas, and that's all done through the matrix. We have to do it manually, and what we're doing is improving our reliability by doing a motorized matrix uh, built by Contronics that will um, be able to be controlled remotely uh, so we can, you know, like I said, improve the station reliability in the sense that if there's a problem with a transmitter during a storm or such, and we just had a, a really bad two-foot snow storm and windy conditions this past weekend but uh, what we'd be able to do is if there's a problem with the transmitter we could uh, switch transmitters on the air onto uh, different or different antennas and uh, rather than having to come out here and do that manually so that's a big improvement so it's, yeah uh, especially it's, if you're the one that has to go through two feet of snow to get there that's correct. It, we did have a big storm, as I said, this last weekend, and uh, we did have a power transfer problem, and the, one of the technicians and I had to come out. Uh, he had his four-wheel drive pickup, and we still got stuck in some big snow drifts, had to walk the rest of the way into the station. Uh, so if we can do that, you know, switching around from the comfort of our homes, uh, that'd be much improved. And there is another project coming up. Uh, next month, where we're actually going to replace the automatic transfer switch, the one that goes between commercial power and generator power, uh, we are upgrading that also. So, uh, yeah, not not exciting 
stuff, but uh, if you like reliability, it's it's exciting to us and being able to uh, avoid uh, downtime, which we always like to do, is improve our uh, uptime. Yeah. So through the the rest of the month here, there may be a few quick outages and you know some some signal drop and that kind of thing. And and so if anybody you know is is watching that. Uh, which you know, if it were on some of the other bands, I would I would probably notice it because I'm always using WWV to make sure receivers work. But uh, you know, if anybody's watching the the 60 kilohertz uh, signal and you see some some variation in it, uh, that's what's going on. And uh, I know um, you, you'd mentioned that um, if it was a prolonged thing that um, there would be a notation on the website for that. Yes, that's correct. Uh, we do have to work on one antenna system at a time. We are improving some of the, the tuning controls also. We're going from an AC motor to a DC motor in the in the Helix houses where the tuning goes on when the antenna ices up or when it's windy. Uh, we tune the antennas, uh, large variometer inside the Helix houses, and we're replacing uh, the control equipment, and so, like I said, we have to work on one antenna at a time, so we'll be switching just to a single antenna for certain periods uh, back and forth, and then also, you know, some testing of the software and such that's going to be controlling a lot of this, so we will have some brief outages every now and then, but, uh, and, and I know there are people out there that do follow the signal, you know, hams and other radio enthusiasts that, that use the signal for propagation or whatever, and you can go to our uh, WWVB webpage, and there's a status uh, of a grid, or a, grid, a chart that shows signal strength and uh, how well the signal's being received in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and then in Petersburg uh, in Maryland. If people are interested in propagation or just knowing if the station's up or down, uh, they can check those sites, too. All right. Very good. Well, I know you said uh, the the crew just uh, took off, and you're about ready to, to go home, so I don't want to keep you much longer uh, here tonight, Matt, but thanks for telling us about what's going on there, and, and you're expecting to have this all done at the end of the month, or is that going to go on into April? It uh, The deadline, I think, is uh, April 2nd for the uh, matrix problem, or problem, matrix project. And then the uh, as soon as that's over, we're going to start the uh, automatic transfer switch for the generator commercial power switching. And uh, there may be a few brief interruptions also during that. But by the end of April, I'd say everything's going to be buttoned up and uh, everything will be uh, looking better. Okay, and... It- if you want to hear more about that uh, generator, we, we talked about that uh, on a previous episode, so uh, you have to check that out if you're interested in the uh, in the backup generator there that uh, was just upgraded, uh, what was that, two years ago? It seems like two or three years ago, yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, Matt, thanks so much for being here, and uh, best of luck on the project, so I hope Murphy stays away, and... Uh, We'll be talking to you again soon. Okay. Thank you, Neil. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. All right. That's Matt Deutsch in Zero RGT from WWV. So if you 
like I said, if you see some fluctuations on that, why, that's what's going on. All right. Well, we've got uh, a lot of stuff to talk about tonight, but we need some phone calls. So uh, we're going to take our break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to take your calls and uh, and talk about a, a variety of things tonight. So uh, we'll do that after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. The great outdoors is calling. Get outside and under the stars with one of ICOM's ultimate SDR transceivers. Stay connected while off the grid. The IC705 is the perfect transceiver for hams who enjoy both the great indoors and outdoors. It's the perfect QRP companion. This base station has features and functionality at the tip of your fingers in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, 70 centimeters, and just under 2 pounds. It has a 4.3 inch color touch screen with live band scope and waterfall, 5 watts with a battery, 10 watts with a power supply. It runs AM, FM, CW, sideband, full D-Star functions, and has integrated GPS, micro USB connector, Bluetooth, wireless LAN, and micro SD card slot, and the speaker mic comes standard. The perfect accessory for the IC705 is the optional backpack with a special compartment for your 705 and room for accessories. Visit the IC705 webpage to view those accessories and free software software available for download or create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver brings direct sampling to the UHF VHF weak signal world. This all mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you busy. With a 4.3 inch color touchscreen with real-time spectrum scope and waterfall, smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels, dual watch operation and full duplex operation in satellite mode. Visually seize the VHF UHF world with ICOM's IC9700. Heard it, worked it, logged it. ICOM's IC7300 is a high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. This innovative HF transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages to reduce the generated inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 is the radio that changed the way entry-level HF is designed. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope and sd memory card slot the real hf fun starts here visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on icom radios if you're a fan of tim allen's tv series last man standing you'll have a final chance to contact the show's amateur radio club station before it goes qrt this is ka0 xtt 73 the week-long ka6 lms radio special event starts on march 24th at 0000 utc and runs through 2359 utc on march 30th This will be an all-mode, all-band event. KA6 LMS QSL cards will be available for stations who contact the stage directly or through relay stations. Special event certificates, including clean sweep endorsements, will be available via download. For more information, go to www.gsbarc.org slash LMS. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. 
Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. You get a 5-9. You get a 5-9. Everybody gets a 5-9. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Thanks to ICOM America for bringing the show your way each week, every Thursday night at 9 p.m. right here at hamtalklive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And tonight it's open lines, so give us a call at 859 859- 982-7373. Again, the phone number 859-982-7373. Or you can uh, tweet us. It's at Hamtalk Live. And if you're listening to us on the WTWW edition or the podcast edition, uh, you won't be able to reach us because it's uh, Thursday night when we're. Um, airing this and I've, I've got a lot of stuff here to talk about so so maybe this is uh something we'll, we'll talk about tonight and uh, if you want to chime in give us a call at 859-982-7373 um there's um a lot of people buying houses right now <laughs> and uh i may be uh one of those we're, we're uh, getting close to uh to possibly closing a deal on one and uh and yes there's an hoa and so um at, at some point uh probably gonna have to uh draw up a proposal and and see you know what i can do so um if you want to talk about hoas and and the antenna restrictions and how to approach an hoa and that kind of thing uh, maybe that's something uh, you'd like to talk about tonight so call in at 859-982-7373 and uh, we've got some other stuff we're going to talk about but first I know everybody's been waiting with great anticipation for the joke of the week. So here it is, the N9GSU joke of the week. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week, the part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now, here's Rick Garrett in 9GSU with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. I was having issues with the computer in my shack, so I took it apart, and there was a little man in overalls living inside of it. Turns out, I had a farmer in the Dell. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. Oh, there you go. He did it again. 859-982-7373 is the phone number if you're not watching the basketball games. Um, 
and you can tweet us at Ham Talk Live again. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll you know talk about approaching HOAs or anything. It's it's open lines. It's uh, your opportunity. So uh, give us a call eight five nine nine eight two seventy three seventy three. There are a couple of things that I want to talk about. Uh, otherwise, that uh, that are going on. Uh, first of all, uh, the Papa Phil challenge, we've been talking about that. Phil Ross, a B eight PR, um, is looking for a matching kidney and, um, he's looking for a living donor for that. Um, uh, otherwise he will probably end up on dialysis and, uh, it'd be a whole lot better if he, if he didn't do that. So, uh, Christian K zero S T H and Alex, W7HU are, are doing some stuff on YouTube, um, on 100 Watts and a Wire and W7HU Alex. Those are the names of the shows over on YouTube. Um, trying to find a, a compatible donor and raise some awareness. And, um, you can check out the Papa Phil website at papaphilcan.com. Um, and they're on the air with a special event call sign, and that's going to wrap up on Saturday. So you just have a couple of days left. They'll be on 17, 20, 40, and 80 meters uh, through Saturday, March 20th, sharing Phil's story. And again, it's K4P is the special event call sign. And uh, they'll be on sideband and FT8, and they have special QSL cards. A downloadable digital certificate will be available and things. So uh, just trying to raise some awareness. So uh, thanks to Christian and Alex for doing that. So check them out and um, check out the special event this weekend. Um, also, don't forget the the big special event coming up next week, starting on Wednesday, is the Last Man Standing. Um, and that's a week-long special event for... Um, the last man standing show wrapping up its uh, production. So uh, we'll have, uh, I think he said 50 some operators on that one, uh, including myself. So uh, make sure you check that out as well. Um, also some big news here that came in um, by text a couple of days ago and, and is on Twitter uh today uh andy malusi kk4lwr uh my friend down in in florida he's an imagineer down at uh disney president of the disney uh amateur radio club there deers and uh worked with him on some school club roundup um items and and things back when uh he was at the university of florida well he got engaged this week so uh congratulations to andy and uh, congratulations to his fiance christy madewell and uh, hope things uh go really well I, i've done the the whole getting married in the middle of a pandemic thing and and, and and hopefully yours yours will be even better. Uh, we we lucked out with with the timing on ours uh, that we were able to have a, a fairly large ceremony. It wasn't as big as we wanted, but uh, we were able to do that. But it was just in the right time. But uh, but you all uh, will have a much better shot. So congratulations and and hope it all. Uh, goes well, and I, I know Andy's looking forward to uh, 
to a new house soon. So um, Andy and Christy will have that. So congratulations all the way around. And uh, Andy's also going to be on the uh, camp staff for Youth on the Air this summer, um, assuming that that goes ahead. So um, thanks for doing that, Andy, and wish you many, many happy years together. Uh, speaking of Yoda, speaking of Yoda Youth on the Air, um, the registrations for camp are going to close on Sunday at 2359 Zulu. Um, so go to org and uh, click on the camps page there, and there's a Google form to fill out uh, to apply for one of the remaining spots um, for Yoda Camp. Now, we've got... Uh, just about everybody coming back uh, that had signed up from last year. We did have one that had a schedule conflict, and um, so we are losing one, we believe. Um, We need to hear from a couple more. Uh, But then we had, uh, I think, three open spots. So we're probably looking at around five open spots, and we've already had several applications uh, for those. But uh, the deadline is... Sunday at 2359. So if you know a young ham between the ages of 15 and 25 uh, that would be interested in this week of camp, it's at the uh, Voice of America Museum in Westchester, Ohio. And um, it cost is uh, getting to Cincinnati and back and $100. And uh, we can even work out um, a scholarship or uh, some clubs are even sponsoring um, campers with uh, the hundred dollar entry fee, and that and that's just to kind of make sure that uh, you know people show up. Uh, so that that's what the hundred dollars is about. Uh, the the expense is much much greater, and thanks to all the the sponsors for doing that, and ICOM for putting all the equipment out there, and um, and doing some of the D star, uh, forums and that kind of thing that we're going to be doing. Um, and just so many, um, sponsors out there, um, that, that are taking care of that. So youth on the air.org, make sure you check that out. And, uh, we are looking for a few more campers, um, or especially looking for, uh, some in other countries because this is a North central and South America event. We know that, uh, you know, with the pandemic going on, borders are, and and air travel are, are kind of iffy at this point. So we may, you know, end up with more North America than anything this year. But uh, it is for uh, Central and Southern America, too. So we'd love to have um, some people come. All right. Well, uh, again, if you want to chime in on any of these things or ask any questions about anything, give us a call at 859-982-7373, and uh, we can talk about this. Um, I mentioned the HOA thing. Uh, we we have uh, put in an offer on a house, and so uh, we're looking uh, at moving here in, in the next few months. And, uh, like I said, there is an HOA. Now this HOA, which I mean, we've been looking for a year and a half for land to build on without any restrictions on it. So I can, you know, put up a tower and, and, and do everything right. Um, but 
it's just not out there. Uh, trying to get uh, a piece of uh, flat land in that area without any restrictions is is near impossible. And uh, so we finally decided, well, well, we'll try the house for a couple of years and and keep looking for land. And and you know, eventually, that's that's the plan is to find a piece of land without any antenna restrictions and put up a tower um and and put up a, a beam and some stuff um and you know really looking forward to that but we we need some place in the meantime so we we went with this and I was reading the the HOA agreement and you know knowing that you know I'm probably not going to be able to put up a whole lot um it, it was kind of inter- interesting this particular one um, automatically allowed television antennas. And, and this is something that, that I haven't seen. A, a lot of places, you know, the only thing they allow is a satellite dish, and that's because there's a federal regulation that says you have to allow satellite dishes. Uh, so, you know, or the pizza dishes, as we call them, uh, you know, they're the small little, you know, 18-inch dishes. Uh, they allow those, but they they got to be out of sight. You know, you can't see them. They got to be attached to the house and all this kind of thing. But but this one says that if you can't get a signal, you can put it in the front yard or you can you can have it visible if you can't get a quality signal. And I thought, wow, that's you know that's better than a lot of restrictions. And then uh, I kept reading, and it says. Television antennas are automatically allowed as well, that you can put them, you know, behind the house, out of sight. Uh, you you got to stay under, I think, 12 feet above the roof line. Um, but, you know, if you can't get a signal, you can put it, you know, on the side of the house or somewhere where it can be seen. And you don't have to get prior approval for it. Um, anything else, there's an approval process. Uh, but there's so many of them out there that just outright say no, you know, to everything. And, um, so, you know, obviously that doesn't cover amateur radio antennas. So, you know, I'll have to, to make a uh, proposal on that. I'll probably just put up a dipole or something that's very, very low visibility um just you know to have something on the air for a while until we can get the the tower situation but uh i I was just very surprised that um the hoa was as lenient as it was because a lot of them that i've seen just uh just outright say no um and that that's uh that's a big problem for us hams so um, if you have a comment on that, give us a call 859-982-7373 or tweet us, uh, at ham talk live. Um, I, I kind of been thinking a lot about, and, and as if I need another project to take on, uh, but about, you know, ways to promote ham radio within, HOAs and and make them more aware of you know the benefits of having antennas and and trying to you know relax the rules a little bit at least allow something rather than just absolutely nothing so if you have any ideas on that 
um, give us a call, 859-982-7373. So that's, that's kind of what's going on. Uh, life has been really busy. Um, in fact, uh, if you notice, the, the format's a lot different tonight. Uh, that's because I have not had a chance to put anything together until um, this afternoon. So... Um, it's, it's been a very busy time. Um, and if, if this deal goes through with the house and, and the move and all that stuff coming up here in the next few months, why, uh, we may take some weeks off here to, to facilitate, uh, the move and everything. So we'll see how, uh, how that goes, but, um, uh, we'll, 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 worry about that when it gets here i guess um next week jerry buxton n0jy was scheduled to be on the show it was it's his birthday next week so happy birthday jerry by the way and uh, he found out that they're going to be doing some celebrating so we've put that off until april 1st so we've rescheduled him uh, to be here April 1st, but he'll be here to talk about some of the engineering stuff going on uh, with AMSAT. Uh, some of the satellites uh, have, have, you know, quit working or, or not working and, and you know, what's ahead and what's going to get launched and, you know, where are things going. Um, so he's going to talk about some of that uh, from an engineering standpoint and what we can learn from um, you know, these launches that, that didn't go so well, uh, that didn't, uh, you know, fully give us everything, uh, that we were looking for, but it, it's a learning opportunity. And so we're going to talk about that. Um, so that's coming up in two weeks, April 1st, um, Jerry Buxton, the director of, uh, engineering for AMSAT will be here to talk about, uh, building satellites some more. Okay, well, uh, that's that's kind of what's going on. Uh, I got my first COVID shot today, so uh, got glad uh, that I got that out of the way. And uh, looking forward to uh, to a time when when things are uh, uh, much more relaxed uh, on the COVID front. Um, I know there's a lot of uh, opinions on. On that, not going to get into all that, but I think uh, we can all agree that we're looking for better days ahead. So uh, that's that's what I'm looking for here. And um, again, we, we're hoping uh, that we can go ahead with the Yoda camp. Right now, it's looking like we're we're going to be able to pull that off in July. So um, hopefully, that will happen. I know Huntsville's uh, you know going full forward for August. So. Uh, hope to see some people in Huntsville and, um, you know, hopefully, uh, there are better days ahead. Okay. Well, let's check, uh, the tweets here and see if we have anything. I, I think, uh, I think I've talked it out here. So, um, looks like we're going to wrap things up here, but, uh, want to thank Matt for uh, calling in and talking a little bit about what's going on over at WWV and uh, get a little more detail on just exactly what that entailed. And um, we'll look forward to some more things from WWV. Sure. Glad that, uh, you know, that didn't get cut. That was on the chopping block here uh, 
a year or two ago, and that was that was not pretty. So uh, glad that uh, things are still going, and and they're even making some improvements um, to that facility. So that's a, that's a good thing. All right. Well, I guess we're going to finish it up tonight. Uh, that's going to be a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Uh, thanks to everybody out there for listening and invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And for a list of our upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com. And uh, if you like the show, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, so other people can find us faster. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375. And may the good DX be yours.